snap, clean, hold, clean, Borgales off the upright. And Virginia. Uzama, there he goes. Down inside the 25. Bengals have never led tonight. What a awesome Thursday night of football last night. The Cincinnati Bengals defeat the Jacksonville Jaguars in what we should require to be the annual Jungle Cat Bowl. Two former first overall picks. Trevor Lawrence for the first time this year looking like a first overall pick. Joe Burrow looked like a first overall pick. We had catching and throwing and running and trying hard. And Urban Meyer made good coaching decisions and bad coaching decisions. For the first time last night, he looked like he was getting a double chin. He looked like he was getting a little fat, and he looked a little stressed out and crotchety. And I'll be honest with you, it's the first time you know, since he was hired that he looked like an NFL head coach to me. Those college coaches, they're too sexy and fun and stylish, and they have wives, and their lives are happy, and they're too cool. No, not fat enough. Not old enough. Not mean enough. Like you people make fun of Dan Campbell for drinking all his coffee. That's NFL head coach stuff. That's not college football head coach stuff. Regardless, let's talk about some college football. <sighs> the rankings are dumb. Sports writers are dumb. And college kids, uh, they're college kids. Miami now 2-3 and three on the season after falling to Virginia. Doink. Last night. They were never ranked. People just ranked them because a lot of people really, really, really want Miami not to suck. We do this with USC every year, too. But they suck. I mean, it's, it's not that they're not. like They suck at football. Um, there's really no other way to say it. I don't even know. The ACC is a dust-disaster right now. The, there are three ranked teams in the ACC, and they go as follows. NC State, who is not a football school, but also not a basketball school. <laughs> and then it's Wake Forest, who's 4-0. and oh. They're ranked 24th, and then Clemson is ranked 25th, but who cares? We're just sort of ranking them because NC State beat Clemson, but NC State got waxed by Mississippi State. Like, waxed. Rankings are stupid. Okay. Interesting to see. Daily Sports Podcast, news, narratives, takes, and gambling. You know the drill. It's a big football weekend. But I'm going to start with professional hockey because something interesting happened yesterday that I am not going to get off my crap about the NHL needs to get their, their act together and make it a place where talent can thrive. I did not know there was a dress code that was league-wide in the effing handbook. But the Arizona Coyotes, or Coyotes, depending on what part of the country and continent you're from, will be the first NHL team to utilize a fully relaxed dress code. They reported this on ESPN and The Score, which is a Canadian company that works with Barstool Sports. The NHL is the only major North American league that has a strict dress code, according to this. Let's quote Exhibit 14, Paragraph 5 of the Collective Bargaining Agreement. And this, it's in the CBA? Dude, let them have some personality. Let them live their lives. Like, I understand that Old white guys don't like Cam Newton's hats, but Cam Newton's hats makes it seem like it's cool to play football. Okay, here's the dress code. Players are required to wear jackets, ties, and dress pants to all club games and while traveling to and from such games unless otherwise specified by the head coach or general manager. Ugh, they're grown-ass men. If they want to show up in sweatpants, 
but they're averaging 100 points a year. Let them. Let them be a human. This is, the NHL is just like an army of boring. God. Good for the Coyotes. Um, I hope Paul Biz, Nasty Bissonette was involved in that decision because it is utterly ridiculous. I had no idea that that existed. It's just another example that the NHL has its head you know where. Okay, let's talk about football because it's a football Friday. Uh, first things first, the National Football League announced the halftime show yesterday, which is great because usually they build up and then they announce it and everyone's like, yeah, that's a good one, I guess. I was holding out hope for Red Hot Chili Peppers or Blink-182 because I love those guys. The Super Bowl, of course, is in L.A., so, but they went with five different people. This is the first thing that the NFL has done that everyone has unanimously been like, this is awesome. I was a little bit more skeptical, alas. They didn't build up hype. They didn't announce it at halftime of a game. They just tweeted 43 Grammys, 19, number, 19 Billboard number one albums, five legendary artists. So the Super Bowl halftime show will be Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick Lamar. Eminem is from Detroit, so a lot of Detroit jokes going on. Dre, Dogg, and Kendrick Lamar are, of course, from Southern California. I don't know where Mary J. Blige is from, honestly. But my, my big criticism of this is, like, I guess they're just going to play one song of each of them or just going to do a bunch of mashups. I guess it'll be sick if they do a bunch of mashups. Kendrick Lamar, of course, a Pulitzer Prize-winning musician. There is a Pulitzer for music. I love Kendrick. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just... It seems like a lot going on. That's all. But everybody loved it. These guys are sick. Let's look into the games this weekend. Actually, I want to touch on the ratings for college football. This is how much... and. College football, for me, my take is that it's the most difficult sport to watch with no fans. NFL without fans, you simulate the crowd noise, whatever. At watching an NFL football game, to me, they're, since they're pros, crowd noise does have something to do with it occasionally, but they're, they're adults. They pay taxes and things, right? The crowd noise is whatever. But for kids, the atmosphere that uh, affects them more, A, and B, the stadiums are louder because there's way more people there and because they care so much more. You're just, the passion of college football is not, the NFL is not comparable. So I, checking in on the ratings, this is reported by something called sportsmediawatch.com, which seems legit, they're citing sources. So the ratings are up hundreds of percent for every window for ESPN and other ratings groups. So this is according to sportsmediawatch.com. 5.3 million people watch the big noon Saturday, which is the noon kickoff between Notre Dame, Wisconsin. That's massive. It's a 103% increase in viewership from the same game slot the last year. Now, of course, that was Kansas State, Oklahoma. Oklahoma has a fan base comparable to Notre Dame. They're a massive group of people that watch. However, that was a flat. Last year was actually flat from Michigan, Wisconsin in 2019. Again, Michigan comparable to Notre Dame in size. So you switch out Notre Dame for Michigan, but because fans are back and because we were deprived, I suppose maybe that's why. Maybe there's no election this year, but there wasn't an election back in 2019. So 2019, Michigan, Wisconsin, same. 2020, Kansas State, Oklahoma, those two are the same. And then huge explosion for this year. And that's not the only thing. Huge, huge, huge explosion for West Virginia, Oklahoma. Huge, huge. 200% increase for the late night Arizona, Oregon game. And a 200% increase in viewership over the same time slot of NC State over Clemson. That game that they're comparing it to was Louisville FSU in 2019 and Army Cincinnati in 2020. So I understand that Clemson is bigger than those schools and Louisville FSU, etc. Unbelievable. 30% increase in draw from LSU Mississippi State in that window. Unbelievable. So college football, let's talk about who's playing this week. This is um, unless some teams keep winning that we don't expect to win and whatnot, I think this, this might actually be the best weekend in college football that we have scheduled for the year, and I'm not joking. 
So we'll see what happens with Ole Miss and Arkansas because they, they a lot of our excitement over college football is going to depend on them actually staying good and being good and maybe upsetting some people uh, in the SEC West. So the big game this weekend, Arkansas-Georgia, that's where college game day is, which is exciting because I like when college game day just goes right into the kickoff. Number eight, Arkansas, at number two, Georgia. Georgia, Alabama, uh, Oklahoma, Ohio State, Notre, Notre Dame is getting some wins now. Those teams are ranked based on potential. Arkansas is the only school that's ranked in the top 10, in my opinion, that is ranked based on having earned it. They earned it. They beat teams that they were heavily, they were, they were favored to lose by a lot, and they crushed teams. Regardless of Texas A&M starting a backup quarterback, they look great. So that game, I'm tuning all the way in just because it's fun when the SEC has so many good teams and it just looks violent and it just looks cool on TV. The other top 10 matchup is Cincinnati-Notre Dame. Cincinnati at Notre Dame. So the Notre Dame is a power five school, quote unquote, good conference. I don't care. If Cincinnati beats Notre Dame, they have a path to the playoff. I don't know who, who they play, but they're going to lose to Houston or Memphis or somebody. We know how this is going to end. But Notre Dame, it's a big deal for them because you want all of the power five schools need Notre Dame to keep Cincinnati in their place. So they don't have to deal with this. So that like Oklahoma can get in or Ohio State can get in with like two losses or whatever. They need that to happen. Uh, the third big game of the weekend is Mississippi at Alabama. Ole Miss has Alabama's number, but this time it's the woo, woo, lane train coming back into town. Yeah, I made that sound. I will not do it again. That's the CBS afternoon game. Ole Miss has had Alabama's number as a fan base, but nobody really is left over from that group that won any of those games. However, probably... The two best quarterbacks in college football, both as prospects and as actual college quarterbacks, are in this game with Matt Corral and Bryce Young. Uh, other big, the last big game of the weekend, in my opinion, Baylor is at Oklahoma State. I don't know or care who's favored in that one. They're just both ranked. They both have numbers next to their names, so I suppose we have to care about this. I don't know. That's, that's one of those games that like matters right now, but it just, in reality, does not matter coming down the pike. It just, you know, it doesn't. Yeah, I don't really know what else to say about that. Oh, man, poor Miami. You guys just trash let's look at some gambling lines for things coming up this weekend uh nfl preview the carolina panthers and the dallas cowboys this is one of those games like right now you're like well they're both trying really hard like i don't know this is going to decide some seating i think i predicted the panthers to win the nfc south because i'm a hot taker and i want views on tiktok but i believe it they have been investing in defense for a long time and when you do that and you just get a guy with a scheme and a couple linemen and one receiver you can win 11 games if you have just psycho dudes on defense and they have that scheme is for offense talent is for defense in my opinion the Cowboys have something similar going on their rookie Micah Parsons from Penn State is great so Carolina at Dallas I think is not just a game of frisky teams I think this is a game that's going to decide playoff seating down the road Dallas is favored by four and a half oh I hate it I hate it the over under is 52 that's a lot of points I hate it staying away from that game but if I were going to lean I would lean to the Cowboys covering the spread just because Dak there are some really smart people in professional football that are starting to compare Dak to Peyton Manning. And I see it as well. Peyton Manning, what he did was complete intellectual domination of his uh, defensive coordinator counterpart. And Dak is starting to do that. In order to beat Dak, you have to make him take crap underneath for four yards and you have to rush him. Other than that, he's going to find your weakness. And now that he has a couple guys around him that can catch the ball and a good enough offensive line. I mean, Zach Martin's getting older. He's not what he was, but he's still damn fine. And he's got a left tackle. 
And he's got a couple running backs and a lot of receivers. Like the Cowboys offense, and this is an offensive league. I think the Cowboys are going to cover. I wouldn't bet on that game. Uh, Vikings are the best bad team in the NFL. Their offense is the best offense in football, which is bananas and super weird. Cleveland is two-point favorites on the road in Minnesota. That means that Vegas thinks on a neutral field. Cleveland are five-point favorites. I'm hammering the Vikings here. This seems like a heat check for the Browns. Bears and Lions. The Bears are three-point favorites over the Lions. Man, you have a, a team that is... Two teams that are going in opposite directions from a coaching standpoint and from a, a leadership standpoint. I'm a Lions fan. I'm going to bet on the Lions to win. I'm going to do that. But I I can see the Bears winning a game here and then like they get to keep their jobs because it's the Lions. But I can also see that was against Matt Patricia and Jim Caldwell when, and those guys are boobs. I can see Detroit just pushing their faces in and it being rock bottom. And God, I would Chicago and Philly, when they suck, it's just so great for all of us because the content is just, it's just incredible. Just watching them implode is wild. The Bills are favored by 17. They have been, they've played a couple bad teams in a row now and they have embarrassed them. Actually, people don't think the Dolphins are a bad team. They're averaging, I think they, they outscored their opponents 76 to 26 in the last two weeks and in one of those games was a shutout. Josh Allen is the most talented quarterback that has ever played the position in terms of throwing the ball. He is wild. Dolphins are two points favorites over the Colts. I don't care about this game at all. Um, at a certain point, so the way that the trade with Carson Wentz works, if he plays 75% of the snaps, then the Colts give their first round pick to the Eagles, but if he plays less than that, they give their second round pick to the Eagles. And they did that because he can't stay healthy. Uh, so the Eagles tanked last year in the last game of the year. They benched Jalen Hurts for something called Nate Sudfeld. And they lost the last game of the year and it increased their draft pick by two or three spots. And that kind of mattered. It, I mean, it made a big difference. Tanking works. However, karma's about to kick their ass because if the Colts go 0-4 or 0-5 or 0-6, why would you not bench Carson Wentz? You can't give the Eagles a top 10 pick. <laughs> so you'd be like, oh, we're going to go with anybody else. Sorry, Eagles. That's going to be hilarious. Kansas City favored by seven over Philly. Andy Reid's second venture back to Philadelphia. Seven seems low. Oh my God, they're seven? Oh, smash the Chiefs. That's not, they're going to, I might be wrong, but they might, they might win by 20. Titans seven point favorites over the Jets. Washington football team and Falcons is basically a toss up. Blah, 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 blah. And of course the game of the weekend, Thomas Bartholomew Brady headed back to New England where he won the war for the first time since not being on the team. If you would like a fun Google, Google Sunday Night Football's promotional material for this. I got a copyright notification yesterday when I played the commercial, so I'm not going to do that here. My bad. Um, <laughs> the, it, it, they're making it look like... This is a movie trailer, essentially. There's one promo that's like 20 seconds long that's just lightning and like flashes of lightning over their faces. That's it. That's all it is. Just flashes of lightning. And like... That kind of shit. It's good stuff, though. My personal take is that Brady won the Super Bowl, so Belichick's going to win the game. And I think they're going to want it too bad. I think, the, I think Brady's going to want it too bad. Also, so the, 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 real, the real rivalry here, for those of you that have not been following this closely, and I know all 11 of you have, maybe you have, maybe you haven't. The real rivalry is that Brady is sure that he could have won four to seven Super Bowls with you know, 25 franchises during his career. The Patriots are sure that they could have won the same amount of Super Bowls without Brady as they had with Brady if they had had one of 20 other quarterbacks that were in the NFL, say Aaron Rodgers, Matt Stafford, Jay Cutler, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
I have a hot take. I think it was probably both of them. How about that? But Brady just proved that if, if you're above average at quarterback and you go to the best roster that any of us have ever seen, you can win the Super Bowl. So now Belichick needs to prove that my scheme works. And I think that Belichick and Matt Patricia and Josh McDaniels have known Brady well enough that they're, I don't know. I think that they've been saving some stuff too. I don't think Brady has anything to save. I think they know him better. And I think it's just the narrative needs the balance. Ryan Rosillo, the ESPN host, had been doing a power rankings. His power rankings are two. It's Brady or Belichick. Uh, so that's the game of the weekend. That's Sunday night football. Oh, Sunday night. Boom, boom. Do, 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 do. I, I'm not going to bet on that game. Um, I'm going to watch that game. It's going to be enjoyable. Afternoon games to watch. Denver versus Baltimore. Denver allegedly called Detroit and asked how to slow down Lamar Jackson. The Ravens are one-point favorite. What? They're one-point favorites? Yeah. So you get the one point for the Broncos in the spread. It's minus 115. Yeah, bet the Broncos on the spread, plus one. I'm going to bet that. I'm going to text my guy right after this, but I'm going to bet responsibly and legally, of course. Chargers, Raiders is great. I have a hot take. Chiefs aren't going to make the playoffs. Did you know that the Chiefs are firmly in last place in their division? They're one and two on the year. The Raiders are undefeated. The Chargers are two and one with their only loss being to the Dallas Cowboys and the Broncos also undefeated. The Raiders are the first team in NFL history to be undefeated after three weeks to, and play three teams in their first three weeks with more than 10 wins on their schedule. The Broncos are the first team in NFL history to be, to be 0-3 and play three teams who have yet to win a game this year. So, yeah, we're going to find out. Broncos got the Ravens, Raiders, and Chargers. And on Monday Night Football, wait, that's, wait, no, Thursday, wait, are you kidding me? What the hell is today? So this is third. Monday night football is Raiders Chargers. Okay, yeah. Bucks, Patriots. And then Thursday night, are you joking? Thursday night is Rams, Seahawks. That's going to be electrifying. Thursday night football has been incredible so far this year. Absolutely incredible. This is the best football weekend of the year so far. Not even close. The narrative's out there. The Patriots thing. The Bears rock bottom on the way. We're going to find out if the Broncos are good. And in college, like, shit's going to get settled this weekend. I shouldn't cuss so much, but it's Friday. Shit's going to get settled. Ole Miss beats Alabama. What are you going to be, top three? Notre Dame, Cincinnati. There's room for only one person to piss off the Power Five conferences. Who has the right to piss them off? Is Wake Forest deserving of a ranking? Is Georgia for real? Is Arkansas for real? We'll be back in better than ever. Monday morning. This is interesting to see. Force all of the people in your life to listen to it. Okay, thanks. Bye.